Welcome back to episode 167 of the Block Runner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iron Man, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, we appear outside of what is happening in Web3 besides ordinals and bitmap. Next, SEC goes after Hex. Then, are we in the peak bear market? And finally, we introduce the idea of digital matter theory. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 167 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What up, dude? And on the sticks, we got Javier. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're mimicking TJ, aren't you? Yeah. That was pretty spot on, dude. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty close, dude. Very, yes. well, very well done. So TJ got a little COVID, so we got Just Javier. a little bit of COVID. Just a little bit. The, the Just just enough of it, I guess, to get sick. Yeah, and to like, you know, prohibit him from entering the uh, the domiciles. That's right. So we don't all get infected and, yeah. in this uh, COVID era that we all live in, so. Yeah, so everybody, um, you know, send your energy waves to a good old TJ so he can have a speedy recovery. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's a lot to talk about today. There's always a lot to talk about, dude. Yeah. And it's always a struggle trying to figure out exactly like what we should hone in on. Cause we only do one podcast a week, right? Yeah. So we, we've limited ourselves to like an hour discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the old days and we've been parsing through like our old vids lately. We're <laughs> about to find out why here yeah. in a second. Um, and yeah, dude, back in the old days, we used to have like two hour conversations, sometimes up to three. Yeah. Like we were hardcore podcasters back in those days. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how we did it. I mean, I think we could still do it now, but we would be much less like um, cohesive. Yeah. Like we were back then. We were just kind of like, you know, yeah, we were just chilling yeah. and recording, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Kinda, I think we're going to kind of get like get into that groove for this one. You know, because there's so much, you can't really pinpoint exactly what we should talk about, right? Yeah, so uh, out in the streets, people are saying that we're only talking about bitmap these days. <laughs> well, yeah. they would be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they're pretty uh, spot on, that, uh, the uh, analysis. Yeah. But yeah. I would, for good evidence reason, suggests they're correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah. But, but we didn't always, we weren't always just a bitmap channel, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean... Just we, six weeks ago, Bitmap didn't exist. Exactly. So we cover everything that just interests us. We don't have any kind of like back-end agenda or anything to this channel. Yeah. We just really like Web3 and cryptocurrency and blockchain and metaverse stuff. And whatever ends up like, you know, I guess, catching our gaze, Yeah. that becomes the focus of the present, right? Yeah. And right now, yeah, definitely Bitmap is and ordinals. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. That we we were introduced to all this because we've done a little bit of peering, I guess, on the outside world. Yeah, that's right. What's going on back in Levis Legacy, like Web3? Yeah, let, let me pull up a tweet here and let me just kind of read you off some of the things that have been going on. So like yeah. you're saying, we took a peek. Yeah. Uh, we, we broke through the bitmap uh, veil, if you will, just to see what else is going on, right? Yeah, what's everyone else doing? Yeah, is, is everyone as bullish as we are? I know, right? Like, Yeah, if, you, if you've been watching our channel for the last six weeks... Pretty bullish. I would I would say so. We've yeah. we've been like having a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We've been fairly entertained and like every day is like, holy shit, this this there's something cooking here. Yeah. You know, we're interviewing new founders and stuff. Yeah. It's like, dude, great shit's happening in our in our perspective, right? Yeah. 
But yeah, and then we start to see what everyone else, you know, in NFTs and DeFi and just the broader Web3 community. How are they doing, dude? It's yeah. <laughs> we've got fucking courtrooms we and got shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Polly, the guy who invented uh, Pepe Coin. Yes. And apparently he's getting sued by Yuga Labs. And Polly ch- chimes in. He says, if you own any Yuga Labs asset, you can be 100% assured of the following Yuga is wasting tens of millions of dollars trying to prey on me and my associates for protesting, criticizing, and satirizing their brand. Because hmm. it's fine with me, but understand this. They could have airdropped your community uh, over $20 million. Whoa. They could have created events or built products, deliver value, and joy to you. They could have hired artists. But all that money, all the resources of their company output has been directed <laughs> at me for the last two years straight. Hmm. So ultimately, Yuga Labs is suing Pepe Coin for satirizing the brand of Bored Apes. Why? Because it's it's called not Yuga Labs, right? Or not Larva Labs or something like that. Yes. Yeah, so organization on. behind all yeah. of Polly's great, you know, Web3 feats, which... Yeah. Founder of not Larva Labs. Correct. So like, I guess Yuga has a real big problem with that because they did acquire Larva Labs, right? Who were the ones who built the CryptoPunks. Yeah. And the MeBits. Yeah. So they're like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? You can't you can't fuck with us like that, dude. We got lawyers. Yeah, we got money too. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna use that. Yeah, you know, don't don't you dare besmirch our good name. Right, you know? right. And this guy in particular, dude, he's he's pretty uh, egregious in his um, behaviors online. Like, I think he he tried to like co build a coalition against like Brian Armstrong and Coinbase. Like, literally, yeah. like tried to like uh, I don't know, like as as aggression. As aggressive as you can get in the Web3 space, like yeah. trying to create as much ruckus and havoc, right? And he built like a community of who people supported who that. supported that. And yeah. all behind the name of this Pepe movement, yeah. right? And yeah, it kind of like morphed into something. It started off as like something, you know, just funny and cool, like, you know, how all meme yeah, coins Yeah, because there's do. been a bunch of Pepe coins before this Pepe coin. Yeah, this one just kind of blew up. Yeah. And this happened like a few months ago, the yeah. actual explosion of Pepe. Yeah. And then this is like at the simultaneously while the PayPay mania was going on in Ethereum, ordinals and BRC twenties was right. happening, right? That's right. So on both networks, congestion started to occur. Yeah. Like, why is ETH gas so expensive? Well, because everyone was like freaking out over PayPay. That's right. And it's like, well, why is everything expensive on Bitcoin? Everyone was freaking out over these new things called ordinals and BRC twenties and stuff, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm so grateful that we uh, <laughs> we've been so deeply ingrained in ordinals because if we weren't, we would be like. Yeah. Part of this fucking circus show, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this would be what we're like paying attention to and like, you know, and talking about it. Yeah. And like, yeah, like fixated on. It's like, oh my God, a new meme coin. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we actually chose to fade Pepe. I remember. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, you heard of this Pepe thing? Right. And we were like just discovering ordinals and something. Maybe we should talk about it because everybody else seems to care. Yeah. 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 But we're like, you know what, dude? This is fucking lame. Yeah. <laughs> right? These meme coins are fucking lame. Right, right. And look what it's turned into, dude. An absolute shit show. A horrible, like, PR nightmare for the whole crypto and Web3 space, right? Did you know that we're more than just a YouTube channel? We also built Mscribe, the first inscription platform built from the ground up for the metaverse on Bitcoin. Connect your bitmap ordinals and use our tools to bring your community into the virtual realm. Support us by joining the movement at mscribe.io. Like, comment, and subscribe for the latest alpha. Back to the video. Yeah, so here, here's a tweet, and uh, it says, so over the uh, the course of the week, we had Telegram bot Meta, which is uh, Unibot as a mm. trading bot 
token mm-hmm. and you use Telegram to do trades, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it took off. It went like a 300x or something like that. Damn. Uh, so we missed that one, Iron Man. That's, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone learning how to snipe and trade tokens on Maestro, Banana, and Unibot. Polly proceeds to rug all the snipers and bots degens two to three days later with 99% slippage dex pool. Okay. Uh, Coinbase whale pumps bald from 100K to 80 million market cap and supplies about 25 million of his own liquidity into the coin, causes a mass flow of funds from all the ETH shitters into bridging onto base which isn't even officially out yet and does not even have a bridge out. Okay. That already seems like a problem. And then next day, Curve gets exploited and through them, Alchemix and JPEGged gets hacked and millions of ETH stolen. Jesus. So all this stuff is what we missed out. I I guess this happened last week, but in general, um, this is the stuff that's been happening outside of like the Bitcoin ordinal space. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. and, And yeah, so... I mean, it's just, it's basically a lot of, so the, yeah, like a lot of, and we want to, all this is leading up to bringing up like probably one of the more infamous, like a uh, regular, <laughs> regular, like, um, cameos for our channel. It's this wall street cheat sheet, right? Like in times like this, yes. part of this, part of these market cycles, we kind of like want to analyze the overall psychology yeah. and sentiment of like, you know, some of these very influential personalities within this space and uh, yeah if you, if you start to like analyze their recent tweets and stuff this is about as bad as i've seen it like yeah. the pile-on effect even people who've like profited so immensely from like web3 and crypto yeah they've become like the most ultimate like uh advocates for like deeper regulation like dude fuck all this this is like horrible with you good know. reason too i mean there's a lot of bad stuff happening there is we haven't even touched on richard hart yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is all the stuff happening outside of, uh, of Hex finally, like, you know, the nuclear bomb yeah. being detonated that, you know. Took only four years, dude. Yeah. I like <laughs> One of our earliest videos was about Hex. It was. Because, you know, we had some experience in the space. We, we literally witnessed and saw BitConnect rise and fall. Yeah, that's right. Right? And we're no stranger to, like, you know, people out there throwing out Ponzi schemes left and right. We know yeah. the, the red flags of such. Yeah, yeah. And then we analyzed Hex, and we're like, hold on a second, right? So yeah. there, we actually have footage of that <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, so let me go back here for a few minutes, and we can watch this play out here. Yeah, this is like when we very, like the earliest days of our uh, podcast, all the way back in 2019, dude. Yeah. If you notice, our setup or, is much like- shittier. <laughs> <laughs> like way shittier back in, then. You get like three hundred over three hundred percent return on investment. Oh, I have, oh. It. I have it. It's super speed. Okay, let's let's slow it down a bit to normal speed. Yeah. And like uh, it's so. Let me let me pull up their website. So I think this is when we first discovered Hex and Richard Hart. Hex dot win. Yeah, and like the the narrative was starting to spread. Yeah, like there's this new insane opportunity you just can't so miss. Yeah, website, this guy named Richard Hart. Bigger than life personality, right? Yeah. Sits on a fucking throne. Literally. Yeah. Like a throne. <laughs> instead of a chair. And like he's telling the world like Hex is the future of crypto. Right. And people are buying in. Like Yeah. Yeah. And we're and wondering at, why. At the time, all it was was this uh the C D, this mm-hmm. like instrument of uh finance, like old school finance where you deposit money into the C D and it just yields you a percentage in APY, typically around five percent like traditionally 
Yeah, according yeah, basically through no like I guess divul- or no no mechanism of that was like understandable or like provable. It was more like yeah. you just send them your money and then like we're, we're promising you you're going to get a return. Yeah, basically deposit the money, yeah. right? Ma- meaning deposit it to my account. Yes, literally give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah. then I'll give you hex tokens. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, if you lock up those hex tokens, I'll give you even more hex tokens. Right. right. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, that was it. That was the scheme. That's right? it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So I guess, yeah, we're going to watch this. So this is going to be a pretty long cliff, I guess. So we, we, we saw that, and I guess this is our initial gut reaction. Right. When the first high-interest blockchain certificate of deposit is designed to increase in value faster than anything else in history. Oh God! The wallet See, goes live. Hold on, in go back seventeen to that hours. Really? Wait, seventeen days. But go back to that statement. Hours. The first high wait hex designed to increase in value faster than anything else in history. That should already set off like yeah, that's flags like in your head. That's like flags. This, like like Richard the, should know this. Yeah, but yeah. So whenever uh whenever you look at um you know SEC guidelines, mm-hmm. it says anytime that you. Uh, publicly state that (laughs) that your token is designed to go up like it's it's literally an investment contract you are purchasing this token because it the the whole point the whole selling point is for that token to go up in value absolutely that is an investment contract that forces security yeah it's unbelievable that i I just don't understand how it took this long for the sec to to go after hex because they've gone after like polygon and and mana before they hit up hex and just off like an obscure tweet from like sandeep or something like that or he like yeah met, he mentioned the price of yeah. like of like that exactly. moment it's like oh that's a security i got you <laughs> you know but this fucking guy has been so egregious and like open about it since yeah. the beginning why yeah is the sec this like you know non-consistent with like their accus you know their allegations i don't know there, there might be some threshold on like money money collection like once you breach like a billion maybe I it's feel like, like that was breached a long time ago for this lad. Yeah, maybe so, for sure. Apparently, he's got seven hundred million die just like sitting around, yeah. like he does, Richard Hart, <laughs> <laughs> which is like fifteen percent of like the circular die in circulation. Like this, fifteen percent of a of all die of a stable coin. Yes, the, the most decentralized of stable coin products right, right. is in the pockets of this man. And like, yeah, it took this long for the SEC to like do something about it. Even though I don't know, even though here we are, four years ago, yeah, sounding the alarm bells. It's like, hey, man, you guys probably should be careful with this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, we have a video that says hex in unregistered security. This was th- question mark. Th- yeah, three years ago. <laughs> All we're doing is posing the question. It's like, hey, is, this this seems like a security lads. Yeah. You know, uh, we're not, you know, employed by the SEC. We we definitely can't make that, you know. Yeah, official claim. <laughs> yeah. But, like, we do have an understanding of how Howie works, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're able to kind of, like, parse through these projects and, dude, and this quickly was like, assume. This was in 2019, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were calling this out. Right. So maybe the SEC should fucking employ us or something. I don't yeah. know, dude. Maybe the SEC needs some sort of, like, a crowdsourced... Uh, police force or something. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, and at the time, like, nobody knew Hex was, like, going to explode at this time. That's true. This was pre, like, explosion. And and also keep in mind, we were talking about this just because Iman and I just like to talk about crypto. Yeah, and And, in that moment, that was, like, the big thing. Yeah, and for some reason, at the time, our channel was, like, maybe, like, 200 
Oh yeah. Something like that. Nothing, nothing big. And, you know, and anyway, um, I, I guess Richard Hart saw these videos and, and blocked us on Twitter. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, we were like a baby fucking nothing yeah, burger nothing. of a of a of of a channel or influence, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and even that, like we made probably like one, yeah, like a video like this. We're like, dude, you guys probably should be a little cautious. You know, you don't. Yeah, this doesn't seem uh, seems a little gray. You know what I mean? So, oh, are you about to prove that we're banned <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> or blocked? Fine. Yeah, I don't think I can even search it. Here it is. Oh no, that's not him. Damn it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once I find it, I'll I'll click it and you'll see. Okay. Well, I believe you, dude, because I've seen it with my own eyes. It yeah. definitely said uh, that we're blocked, but I don't know. All this is just to say, I, I I don't know. Like, it feels like there's so much despair, and we're gonna go back to this Wall Street cheat sheet in a bit, because and we're gonna look at a couple of like I don't know people in this Twitter space and get their current day perspectives right and what's going on in web3 and stuff oh yeah. is that him here it is richard hart win nice there it is dude so that's been that's we've been blocked from richard hart for four years dude it makes me sad well i mean we're just not hexagons dude yeah i guess he blocks all non-hexagons so yeah. <laughs> literally that's what they call themselves by the way I'm yeah not, i'm not making that up so i mean <clears throat> this is another thing to say like what is it about Richard Hart where he was able to pull this off? I mean, there's a fucking full-fledged movie about to be released about him. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. If you listen to Richard Hart, he's like one of the most charismatic people. I guess. He's he's very convincing. Right. I mean, I mean, check check this out, right? So Yeah, here he is in response, right? Yeah. SEC. Okay. Whoa. Richard Hart. Number 1. Sorry for your ears. Uh prison. Right? I go to prison. Okay, now what happens? Let's say hex.com goes offline. Okay. Does the contract still work? Yes. Are there five other websites you can use? Yes. Backuphex.com, apphex.win, etherscan.io, right contract function, staker.app, uh, hexmob.win, all kinds of front ends you can use. Build your own front end too. Okay. And now what? There's a slightly less live streams. I'm the minority of live streams. I don't live stream very often, but I see tons and tons of hex live streams. SEC. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that wasn't really even that that charismatic. He seemed kind of like actually very lackadaisical in that delivery. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's why I'm asking the question. What is it about this guy that inspires like people? Well, I think it's his charisma. I mean, I, I think he's very convincing. <laughs> he's very good at what he does. I mean, he has to be to 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 accrue more than a billion dollars in uh you know, yeah, in funds from people who believe in this thing. I mean, that that's no small feat. Yeah. So he's being accused of basically using, you know, portions of that those funds to do exactly this, right? Purchase luxury goods. <laughs> I think I think he bought, like, the most expensive diamond or something like that on Earth. Yeah. Like a black diamond. It's, it's again, this guy was as egregious as scammers get in, like, the... Uh, yeah. And not even just, like, in Web3, just in general. Like, he wasn't hiding the fact that, dude, he's... He's obviously making significant profits off of, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, trying uh, to convince people that what it is is he, it, there's real value in that hex token, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and, and people are are convinced they are honed in on this thing being a legitimate cryptocurrency. And I think even now, after all this, like, aren't people like 
buying even now. Oh, like, yeah. I think there's a new narrative emerging from this. It's like if you're against Hex and these SEC allegations, you're against crypto, crypto basically. Yeah. Like somehow this this Hex army is like is it's that narrative is proliferating and they're like guilt tripping the rest of people who are against this. And yeah, people are buying into that. It's like by now by buying Hex, you're, you're supporting the actual ethos of Web3 and decentralization and yeah. anti-government establishment, right. all that shit. Right. Right. It's yeah. weird. It's very weird. Yeah, Hex has become like the fucking poster child of crypto. Of, of crypto. Yeah. This is what we want everybody to aspire. Yeah. Like this is what the the next monetary system looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just keep looping this on replay, dude. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the future of finance looks like, dude. This Everybody's is- gonna be <laughs> going to Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Like the irony is magnificent, dude. It's yeah. it's insane. My bad. That was a ear buster. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah, you want to turn down the Bluetooth on that? Just like Just halfway, halfway. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Yeah, there we good. Okay, so uh, so yeah, that, that's that's Richard Hart. He's here's another version of like him being charismatic. So, did you know that we're more than just a YouTube channel? We also built MetaZone, the first app store for the metaverse. Buy, sell, and explore a new class of digital assets like our flagship game Rovi.ai. Support us by collecting your digital assets through MetaZone at MetaZone.io. Like, comment, and subscribe to stay updated. Back to the video. If you guys from the SEC are listening, and I hope you are. I want you to know from the deepest. Dude, look at those fat rings. Maybe that's what I've saved a lot more people from being wrecked than you have. Yeah. Because I did everything I could to prevent people (laughs) from putting their money into BlockFi. That might be it. I did everything I could to prevent people from putting their money into Celsius. Did you? I did everything I could to put people in charge of their own keys and get them to have self-custody. Did you do that? I called the top on the day. Did you? What have you done? So I break my balls to save people. I'm warning people about bad dApps, fake airdrops, showing people constantly every single hack that happens, right? I hand out free coins out the yin-yang. I created free coins, give them to Bitcoin holders. Now, creating free coins, giving them to Ethereum and every single ERC-20 holder. I'm the giving tree of crypto. I raised $27 million for charity. Oh. You know what the SEC did? <laughs> the SEC you always pull the charity uh, got paid yeah. $50 million by BlockFi pursuing them and guess where the 50 million dollars came from it came right out of the money that would have been used to pay people now that they're bankrupt uh what (laughs) hold on a second so now the people that are that are hoping to get made whole in the BlockFi bankruptcy have 50 million dollars less to get made whole because the sec yanked it that sounds like the opposite of helping people that sounds like hurting people to me and, th- and then you hear, like, I just, <laughs> I try to make the world a better place for people. And I, j- I just wish the SEC would use its power to screw up all the obviously evil, horrible things that are going on mm. instead of attacking Did you feel that, the good people. Did you feel that emotional heartstring <laughs> you just pulled? Just like, Did you feel it? Yeah. Why? Why not attack all the horror? There's more than enough horror to go around. The horror, dude. Any of yeah, you guys um, from the SEC. You're so you're right. I hope like, you are. He, he's dude, he's definitely an expert at like um, manipulation. Yeah, he, yeah, leveraging the the understanding of the human psyche to kind of like yeah mold yeah mold people into like you know 
I mean, basically, he's a fantastic cult leader. Like, yeah, hundred percent. If anything, like to give him credit for anything, I definitely I, it's not like innovations in Webflow or blockchain. That's without a doubt. He doesn't yeah. get that title. I mean, his <laughs> charisma alone, like I would drink the Kool Aid. Really? Yeah, I would. You're, you're ready to drink? Yeah, I'm. I'm, dude, I'm drinking it up right Damn, now. Damn, son. Yeah, that's saying something. <laughs> that's pretty good. No, I mean he's he's got a talent and he's very good at it and yeah. he just happened to be able to develop smart contracts through his network. That mm -hmm. actually did function the way it's designed to function, right? Yeah. Deposit tokens, mm -hmm. and you get new tokens because you deposited tokens, and that's it. Like, that's great. It worked. It it worked from like a technical sense. Yeah. But it doesn't not make it not a security. Correct, especially the way it was being promoted and as such. Yeah, the promotion was like the most egregious, and that's that was the biggest. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell all for for the SEC. Like that's all they needed, but took the SEC four years for, for this to come about. And that's the problem, I guess, because it's like... <sighs> and then and then if you watch our old videos, we have another one where this guy basically extracts all the ETH from that wallet in, in 1,337 ETH per transaction. So <laughs> I remember elite, that. Yeah, elite, like it was straight up basically just... It's... it's it, Like boasting. Yeah. Publicly, like, dude, you got, I, I got you. Yeah. And you're not going to do a damn thing about it. So he got away with it for four years. I don't know what this is actually going to result in. Like, yeah. Is this a fraud case? Is this a criminal case? Like, is there potential prison time here? Or is this going to be another slap on the wrist? A little slappity $20 million little, fine. Yeah. Just like EOS, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you get hit with the unregistered securities offering, like, big deal, big whoop. Yeah. Nothing. You know, that's just yeah, literally. It's not fraud. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess this is a wait and see moment, but still, nonetheless, this is uh, this is why I, I'm I'm calling this moment in time. I'm calling it now here. I'm calling it here today here on this is. on this podcast. We are at peak depression <laughs> from a market <laughs> perspective, right? So this is what this Wall Street psychology chart. It's been so fucking useful in my career in like you know <laughs> Web three and crypto and stuff. It's it's it never fails. Yeah. As long as you just pay attention to like you know the sentiment of the moment of the now, it tells you everything about where you are in these market cycles, right? So all you have to go is, and there's no better device to to gauge that sentiment than yeah. Twitter, yeah. or I guess now X, yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah, freaking X, god damn it! I know it's so crap. So, so here's one of our our old friends, Anorak. He's yeah. like Shout SPF, Anorak, dude. SPF allegedly back, DeFi in absolute shambles. SEC says everything is a security, Richard Hart catching a case, etc. What a fucking joke of an industry. This shit is exhausting. Yeah. It, I, I kind of feel, I feel that angst, dude. Cause I do, yeah. Now, especially now, because like I said, we, us, me and you, and our channel, our community, yeah. we've been like, we've been smiling for the last <laughs> few months, dude. Everything's been great. Yeah. Because we haven't been noticing all this despair. Right. Because we've been focusing on what? Ordinals, bitmap. But 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 what is that thing though? Like actual fundamental value. Yes. Yeah. That's, 100%. that's what developer activity. That's what we've been preaching, right? Since not, the beginning. Not token price, not, not floor hype. price, not hype, not all the smoke and mirror marketing tactics yeah. that kind of like permeate through this whole industry, right? Like that's yeah. I mean, I mean dude, but, crypto it's it's a new technology that we yes. can leverage for good things, good ways, good good mm -hmm. methods and obviously can be used negatively yes and mo and for the most part crypto is used negatively right mm -hmm. most of the 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 crypto projects out there are out to scam that's what it feels like is, is scam the right word or just 
take your money. That's a scam. <laughs> Is that the same thing? That's a scam. <laughs> but, but what if it's like take your money, but there's a legitimate belief within like this this take your money organization or project, or whatever that we're taking your money to do this thing that we actually genuinely think we could do, but ninety nine percent of the time, the money well, we receive from you community like it's never going to be enough for us to deliver so is that technique is that a scam in your eyes no, I, definitely feel, not. I feel like that's the majority of crypto uh i don't no, think, i don't think that's the majority of crypto you no. think the majority of founders in web3 are like actually scammers uh no but i think the majority of projects that's are what, yeah but that's not like founders this is just like <laughs> projects well, founders are like us like out there talking about like the positive side of crypto and like yeah, trying to do something but i feel like each project i mean it has a founder right it has somebody who comes I mean, up technically with the, yes with the idea technically yes right but they don't call themselves founders <laughs> of a scam project correct right it's just a project and, and you know send me tokens and i send you mm. you know this thing and okay well, let's let's change the word from founders to participants like you yeah. know web3 crypto participants i mean man it's it's hard to really to to determine like how much of crypto is like i mean it's a significant percentage without a doubt <laughs> you think so like why it's why why without a doubt like what gives you that indication just because we've we've seen we've seen it a couple times happen like you know the exploitation of of uh yeah in these like existing market stages where people are actually trying to build something of true value like yeah. in this whole ordinal space or bitmap or whatever yeah people actually care we're seeing that with Bitmap. There's a ton of developers just coming out of the woodworks. They're not getting paid a single dime. There's no DAO giving them grants to build stuff. Right, right. They're just developers. They have real jobs. Yeah. They're doing this like on their side time because they actually, or they believe in something. Yeah. And they want to contribute to this, this greater idea, this greater mission that they now, they feel tied, some kind of, you know, personal tie yeah. within. Yeah. And that's how all great, like, you know, technologies, I think, begin. But like you're saying, once they kind of grow in adoption, they mature, and then these devs do too good of a job yeah. <laughs> of contributing and supporting a, a network. Yeah. Then now the, there's a foundation for these exploiters, these true money hungry capitalists to come in and kind of like yeah the Richard Hearts of the world basically come yeah. in and just take everyone's money. Right, right, right. Through these like technical uh, achievements. Yeah. Um, now yeah. is that our, there's a we have an anecdote right our personal anecdote we do research on a ton of projects mm -hmm. and a lot of times a lot of the stuff that we find is just like scams yeah like just i mean obviously that's anecdotal yeah right we, we're not like peering through every single you know thousands of crypto projects not, no. but anecdotally we do find a, most of the time projects like essentially not worth a website okay right yeah. So having said all that, I mean, like, what does that mean for the whole space? I mean, I don't know. Everybody's so disenchanted, you know. Well, I think the perception of crypto from, like, the wider perspective, like SEC and, like, the general population is that crypto is a scam. Mm. That's the that's the issue. Yeah. But, but I mean, technically, is it? No, it's not. But the technology it's being, is it's being yeah. used. Yeah. It's, it's to the, scam. Exactly. So it's never like a technology issue. Correct. You know, it's just uh, like a car is used yeah. to run over people or to get from A to B, right? Yeah. You pick your option. And this is what's so terrifying about, I guess, like things like AI. <laughs> it's like kind of like using crypto as like a gauge as Dude, far as like. so true. When you have like a technology like roll out and then um, you could kind of like wait around and see what the, like the human operators do with <laughs> such technology. And then in crypto's case, it's been like, man, such a 
bad. Yeah, it's bad co- use of tech. <laughs> right. So like in AI, it becomes like this open source technology for anybody can kind of like take hold of. And let's assume like these same kind of bad actors get a hold of this type of technology. Like what kind of damage will they do on society? I feel, I feel like this is like the virtual nuke of technologies. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, yeah, it's just one of those things where we just can't trust people to manage it like ethically. or No, definitely yeah. not. People are just going to use it to fuck over other human beings for their own personal gain. Yeah. Because why? Because there's historical evidence yeah. to suggest that's just what we do as like a species, right? Yeah, as a, as a collective society. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm scared too. God <laughs> damn it! How did we just morph into like a Doomcast but, all of a sudden? Well, this is why we keep talking about Bitmap because we don't have to deal with this. I know BS, dude. That's what I was saying before we found Ordinals of Bitmap. If you if some of you guys were around watching us, during, dude, it was depressing. This channel. Yeah. We ourselves were getting like depressed in our day to day lives. Yeah. Because all we were talking about was like what's actually happening, you know, and it was very depressing. Like the whole Sam Bankman Freed and the contagion effect of that. Yeah. Banks failing. Yeah. The whole, yeah. The banking apocalypse sec- coming. Yes. Uh, kicking yeah. the can down the road, <laughs> making it a bigger apocalypse in the future. Yeah. Fucking your biggest, uh, all the macro factors basically that, that were pointing to max despair on the way, right? Yeah. We got so deep. We, we got a whiteboard. And we listed the things not to talk about on the channel. It's true. And it was all like the despair, you know, yeah. shit that we've been seeing. Yeah, we circ- or TJ circled one thing. He's like, no more doom. Yeah. <laughs> circled it. He's like, please. Because yeah. <laughs> we, we, he could see like the psychological effect, like actually just focusing on the negatives of the market. Yeah. What does to your, your psyche, right? And so like, dude, we got to find something hopeful. Yeah. Right. And then we found ordinals and it was like, dude, this is it. This is that beacon of light. Something, something interesting, at least happening. There's some new innovations happening here, right? There's, there's a new unlocking <laughs> for our eyes. Yeah. And yeah, thank God for that. Cause dude, I don't know. We might've like thrown in the towel at this point or something, dude. Yeah. But that's why I refer to this wall street cheat sheet. Like that's basically the definition of depression, right? Yeah. So, so you're saying we're at the bottom then, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's my call i don't know about you what do you well think? definitely we're we've been at the bottom for like a year now i know but there's a point to the there's points to maybe, these bottoms maybe you know what, what you're mean? what you're referring to is the emotional like yes. ride the yes. emotional bottom I yes feel like. the emotional bottom okay yeah yeah we've been at bottom since yeah since ftx collapsed right yeah that was actually like the the lowest the price went to like 16k 16, yeah that might have been like the technical bottom yes to this cycle well, like, yeah, the, 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 the feeling of depression sure. is like here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Look at Bob bodily. So you came out with this fire tweet, this, <laughs> this image of Bitcoin Yeah, and in the exactly. ecosystem, right? Yeah. It was very positive. It was and beautiful, right? Yeah. It was great. We was did like, a video on it. You should yeah. watch it. Yeah. And then he says in this tweet, wait, how many hours was this ago? It was like yesterday or two days ago or something. Uh, July 31st. So two days ago. It says crypto right now, wars between blockchains, never ending bickering online, which we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. Rug pulls on mutable protocols. True. Meaningless speculative meme coins. Face bomb. New chain <laughs> means new speculation. Yeah. Fake product market fit via incentives. Okay. Users just want to make money. And then finally he says we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, so he's just he's piling on onto this sentiment, right? It's like, holy fuck, dude, what are we doing, lads? It's like we're just, and then here we got NFT God. Like the, this is the most ironic thing. The, his name is NFT God. Yeah, that that uh, you can assume he he's done well in this space. Yeah, <laughs> if that's his name, right? 
I'm pretty sure that 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 online identity formed during like the bullish phases of this market, right? Like, dude, I'm the NFT god. I've collected some of the most valuable Web three assets that exist. Yeah, embrace me. <laughs> I am I am him. Yeah. But now let's see what he's saying today, like yeah. in a bear market. He says the crypto space is absolutely toxic. Another crypto influencer busted for fraud. Richard Hart, founder of Hexcoin, used at least twelve million in investor funds to purchase cars and watches. No other space has more liars and cheats. Raises over a billion dollars and steals the money to buy bullshit. When are we going to learn? When are we going to stop giving money to scammers because we think we'll make an extra buck? The last thing this space deserves is mass adoption. I couldn't think of any more dangerous than onboarding more people into this scam casino. What crypto want crypto to go mainstream? First thing you need to do is stop giving money to coin artists. Con artists. Con not, artists. Not con <laughs> no. Con artists. Coin artists are okay. Yeah. <laughs> con artists, no. Maturity needs to come before we go even a step further. And a nice picture of Richard himself just to really like drive it in, dude. Yeah. Like this is the fucking guy that we should all be like be despising. Yeah. And, you know, people, <laughs> they want to make money. And so Hex provided a very easy way to do that. Yeah. And so it made sense why Hex got, I guess, popular. Yeah. So, I mean, so what's, well, okay. What's, what's, what's the move here, dude? Uh, maybe not so much for us. Yeah. I mean, like, just, like, in general for, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what, what do you mean? What is, like, the move, like, like in what sense? Like a like a retail move, a, <laughs> a founder move? I don't know. Maybe, like, an ethos thing. Because I'm seeing th these discussions. Like, yeah, I'm seeing now people are like, yeah, let, let's not do this anymore. Let's mature. Let's, yeah. So let's, what is the move? You're right. Yeah. Like, what do, what do you do? What does that here? even mean? Yeah, what is mature? Because if we do nothing... It's guaranteed that this will happen again. Yes. Guaranteed. Yes. Somebody's going to find some new vehicle or some new vertical to exploit like a mass population of people yeah. to generate billions of dollars because it's based off of the, uh, you know, the charisma or whatever it is that makes him like such a notable persuader. Yeah. Right? Like that's, yeah, that's what happens. There's, there's like a, there's a massive array of like speculative vehicles to leverage to do exactly that in the space. Yeah. Right. Correct. So what do we do? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think part of it is like, um, like maturity, like, like we were able to pick up how Hex was, you know, suspicious. Correct. Right? But At day one, it didn't take like not more than a few seconds looking at the website. See, but this is the problem, dude. <clears throat> so, okay. We were able to do that. Yeah. But so the SEC comes in with like, this is what they say, right? We we're here to protect like the average investor yes like you know the the non-sophisticated investors that's why we have accreditation and stuff like that for people yeah. who are able to spot these types of like obviously egregious or you know so we should get an honorary <laughs> accreditation basically what i'm asking though is like uh, this, this i don't know i might get canceled for this just something <laughs> like it almost seems like what gary's saying is it's like it's true well, like, or the SEC in general, like, you know, it does need to exist. It does need to have like a much more firm, like presence. Well, I think regulation can be good. Not over, over regulation is what we're trying to prevent. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause, cause from the SEC's perspective, everything is a security, which is not true. And they've already yeah. lost a case against X. And they XRP. have said that actually, like everything except for Bitcoin. Yeah. They've said that after saying that there's a lot of things that aren't securities like Ethereum. But what if what if they're right? What if what if 
what they get to declare because if they are the governing body, right? It's well, like, they're they're overstepping their bounds because not everything is a security. But what if yeah? But what if they just have to say that so they can actually impose the necessary regulations over the whole market so that just to kind of like you know see? But if they're going to set regulations, they don't need to impose anything. They just have to set the regulations. They don't have to claim anything as a security. It's like here are the rules. Follow these rules. If you don't follow them, we're going to come after you. Mm-hmm. There are no rules. Right. Crypto is a new technology, newer than 1934. And not everything that is a a cryptocurrency is a security. And so what are the rules that people should be, you know, following, Mm -hmm. you know, for the founders? So in other words, like they just need to do a little bit more like due diligence. And yeah, because they're saying we have the rules. They were they were said 1934. Correct. Right. But those aren't good enough. Right. And so that's. Because, like, for example, in the XRP uh, Ripple's case, the token itself is not a security. But the way that they sold tokens to institutions, it was a security, mm-hmm. right? But the way yeah. that, that XRP is traded on exchanges is not a security. Well, that was like a, like a, that wasn't the SEC, right? That was like a, some, like, in some other judge or something. That no, it was a judge. That? I mean, but yeah. they went to court for that. And that's yeah, what yeah. the judge determined. Right. Yeah. And therefore is true, right? That's, that's. That's how it works. Correct. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know the answer to this question either. I'm just simply, I don't know, like just trying to figure out what, yeah, what is the next step? How, how, do, how do we, how do, how do we avoid this? Like, how do we make crypto not generally a scam in the eyes of like the public? Right. Because, you know, I guess traditional equities markets are heavily regulated, I guess, for this exact reason. Yeah. Every now and then, like something like a, a Theranos will slip through the cracks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> Another good cult leader, right? Yeah. What yeah. was her name? Uh, fucking Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, dude. She fucking persuaded like some of the most intelligent, some yeah, of the most she did the biggest investors on the planet. Like yeah. you know, and I don't know how. It's 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 amazing actually. Yeah, it's it's but, like the the weird effect. Like if you're weird, it's like, like you're yeah. people give you a billion yeah, dollars. Same thing with Sam, right? Yeah. Sam Bakeman Fried. Yeah. It, it happens. So I guess the question is, should we just like allow people like, you know, let's just like, you know, create like a Darwinism in these free yeah. markets. Yeah. It's like the people who are going to get fucked over, like they're, they're just, you know, I guess the weak links or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You mentioned that a couple of days ago. I was thinking about it. I was like, I, I like that approach because it, it's uh, the, the fittest survive. However... <laughs> If you apply that to like everything in society, mm-hmm. you, you don't have a society. You have anarchy and you, you can't have, even yeah. feel safe to go to the store because you could get robbed or shanked or whatever. Correct. And yeah, so yeah. we we have raw laws and rules and stuff like that. Basically, yeah, like structure and, and organization and order is is very important. Yeah. And and all other facets of like our, our societal, you know, system. Yeah. Yeah, we can't just have like uh, you know Darwinism apply <laughs> to everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only the strong survive. Well, then, yeah, you have absolute chaos in all sense. That's right. Every sense. It's That's just right. the wild west. You've got to create these like these frameworks and these structures within a society. So I think we're honing down to what the real question is: is like what are the structures and frameworks mm-hmm. to make crypto not be, uh, like well, a scam in general? Yeah, but I guess like step one though is like everyone kind of has to acknowledge at least that. That these, yeah, these, these structures and frameworks and laws and regulations stuff like it, it's missing. It's, it's it's a need. Yeah, because without it, then you have like just too many exploiters, too many bad actors just take over the space, and then the progression is perpetually halted in every sense. Yeah, right. 
But here's the thing what we're dealing with is uh, Munib, he, he's uh, one of the founders for Stacks. Mm-hmm. He he followed all the regulatory like paperwork to make sure Stacks <laughs> he did. is not a security, right? He did, uh, yeah. Or or even if it is a security, it's like regulated up up the ass, right? Yeah. But that that what he did was too expensive for every startup to do. And so you, you until it's commoditized, we can't really you know, we can't really build crypto projects if everything is security, right? I mean, you can because like in the traditional equity space, all those big publicly traded companies, they all started out like bootstrapping founders like, you know, like you and I. Yeah. Some company in a garage, you know, yeah. Apple started out with, with a few lads yeah. with, a, with a dream and a mission with no money. Right. And through their like hard work and, and their genuine interest, they're not scammers, right? They were genuinely trying to build real product, real value for humanity. Yeah. They built a company that at some point could do a registered public offering. Yes. Right. And now we have, it's the biggest company in the world because it's, you know, it's operating under the confines of these, you know. Yeah. But if you're building a crypto project and you need a token and that token is considered a security in the the grand scheme of things, Mm -hmm. you have to register and you have to do all this paperwork, which is a lot of time, a lot of money. And if you're a a, a startup, you know, how do you do that? See that's that is a good point. Yeah, the, the the whole token injection into a lot of these different like yeah. ecosystems. It's yeah, it's a yeah. Big... Steve Jobs wasn't dealing with tokens right in the seventies right. when he was inventing Apple. That's a great point. Yeah, so the, the token itself. So that's like the main arg- counter argument to the SEC, right? Like the token actually holds utility. Yeah, for a lot of these like projects. yeah, and maybe they need to define what utility means. Yeah, right. Maybe that needs to be like super clear. Yeah, and that's probably good enough if your token. Does any, you know, and, and is lies within the spectrum of utility, mm-hmm. then it's not a security and therefore, you know, free reign. Or even if it is like we have this like simplified process for like, I don't know, like a, maybe like a grace period for shit. I don't know. Even that sounds risky. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is a tough yeah. one. Dude. Yeah, it's tough. This I mean, is very hard. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, what do you Yeah. Either you just pick and choose who you're going to go after as the SEC. Like these are the most egregious offenders. Let's go after them. And then just let the space evolve, however it it ends up maybe, manifesting. Yeah, maybe that's like the only way to do it. That's that seems to be like the current existing route, right? Yeah. Or you just like put the ban hammer on the whole thing, you know? Hmm. Which obviously not a good thing. That's that's stifling innovation for an entire. Yeah, and I guess you know somewhere in China they figure it oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like all all of a sudden this valuable technology is just being. Um, you know, grown elsewhere yeah. and the United States gets left behind. So yeah, dude, I mean, this is uh this is the tough part. Like this is why we, we stick with bitmaps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Every time, but, but you know, it's important to like to, uh, I guess like analyze where we are overall as a space and, you know, cause we're as deep as it gets into this, um, web three ecosystem. Right. So, yeah. And yeah, we have a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot at stake personally. But man, uh, you know, we're, we're we're banking like our whole futures on this. Yeah, like not just the technology and like the mission at hand of like uh, you know all of Web three. Oh yeah, man, we're we're all in. I mean, sh- yeah, I have like fucking barely pennies I can like rub together <laughs> like in real fiat money. Fiat? Yeah, yeah we, we've abandoned all like legacy models at this point, right? Yeah, so it's sure. like, we're really hoping like the rest of the world agrees with us. 
Because if they don't, it's like, fuck. It's like, God damn it. We yeah. made the wrong bet, right? But yeah. there's a lot of signs to show, you know. Yeah, that micro, that micro like, strategy just said, just bought another $14 million worth of Bitcoin. How much? $14 million. That seems low. It is kind of low. Yeah, it was they, like four. It's like four hundred Bitcoin or something like that. Okay. Well, didn't they do something else? Or it's like seven hundred? They're selling their own like company yeah, shares. Yeah. Well, they're or... they're thinking about selling their own company shares for Bitcoin, allegedly. <laughs> Fucking a, dude. That's just wild. I mean, eh, okay, that's cool. That's yeah. just one whale becoming bigger. I guess I don't know what to think well, about that. The point is, he's betting on on this too. Just like we are. Yeah, but that's just one guy. Or I one know it is, entity. but but he's betting, you know, bi- he's got billions, like $5 billion worth of Bitcoin. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess, I'll, yeah, that's a lot of money for it anyone to money. bet, you know, their company on. Yeah. <sighs> so, man, this is interesting. Yeah, this part of the market is like the most fascinating, I think. Yeah. This is where we started the podcast last, like four years ago, you know, around this time. Yeah. And we were starting to, like, we were like in the same accumulation phase and people are saying like Bitcoin has become like the most stable asset like on earth (laughs) in comparison to gold, the stocks, bonds, everything. Bitcoin is the most stable now. Right. And that, that, that implies, you know, at some point soon, this thing is going to either rock it up or rock it down. Right. Yeah. I mean, it feels like this is the accumulation zone, right? It is. This is like the famous accumulation zone for Bitcoin. Yeah. It happens every four years, like exact same time. Yeah. So let's, let's, you just recall, like, what were we talking about four years ago? It's like, yeah, what is going to be that next driver? Yeah. Yeah. We were speculating. We, I guess we found elements of DeFi. DeFi. Uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah. We, we, we <laughs> thought that the whole ICO thing wasn't going to happen again. And there, therefore, we had IDOs. That's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then NFTs happened. So... I don't know. I guess we're speculating that Bitcoin ecosystem is going to like explode. I think so. I think we I mean, have a good, Bitcoin. I, I feel like we have a pretty decent track record of like, because we were able to predict pretty accurately, like, you know, at this stage four years ago, like what is it going to be that thing that drives, you know, you know, innovation and um, new participation yeah. and like eventually like yeah, some retail involvement in this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we we were at the forefront of every single one of those sectors, right? Yeah. DeFi, NFTs, and Metaverse. You know? That's right. So right now it's like a Ordinals bitmap, <laughs> and I guess t- to be determined. I mean, we you know there's there is like an AI vector here with Potensor, right? Mm, yeah. But I don't know. That feels like still up in the air, just because. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that's hard to say. That's hard to say. Yeah, but you know what? Four years ago, we didn't know exactly what it was going to be. We didn't. It's not like we said DeFi, Metaverse, and not not no 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 not not like four years ago. That's what I'm saying. But like as our uh, as we were doing videos, we exactly. we basically found what was going to take off. Correct. So yeah. that's that's what I mean. Right. Like I have confidence in our track record. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think the thing that's going to reinvigorate interest in web three is going to be like JPEG projects all over again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some, I mean, some, some, I guess, I guess it could on Bitcoin because the narrative is like just different. Well, the only potential narrative like variants is like, yeah, these aren't NFTs. These are artifacts. Yeah. And remember, right. ICO mania happened in 2017. We, we said there's no way it was going to happen again. Then we that's had, true. We, Dude, then we had IDOs. Such a good point. 
right? We had IDO. Yeah. So maybe the yeah. the uh, analogy here is ICO to IDO. We have NFTs to like artifacts. Yeah, on chain artifacts. Yeah, yeah. I can see like the the the. What do you call that? The invisible hand? The invisible hand. The invisible yeah. hand, like putting out that narrative. It's like, dude, all that shit you guys got rugged on, like, you know, three or four years ago, those NFT things. That, that off chain picture. Yeah, thing. those are all off chain. You know, those are just smart contracts that are now exploited because they're all like written on Viper. Viper. <laughs> the whole EVM thing is like flawed. Yeah. But here's this new BVM on Bitcoin. Or forget the BVM. Here's that same picture on Bitcoin. <laughs> right. Forever on Bitcoin. Correct. Yeah, so and you don't have there's to, no rug pulling. There's no nothing. It's there forever. And it's on the most secure chain of all time. And we got governments buying, scooping up Bitcoin. We got MicroStrategy. Elon. And Elon, uh, yeah. we got apparently like PayPal is going to be integrating into Lightning Network. Uh, who else? I mean, there's a lot. Like Bitcoin yeah, definitely dude. seems like. A, I feel like the, the fuel is being like collected here. Gathered, right? Yeah. For this Bitcoin like rocketing of all time. Dude, but then, it seems like it. I mean. God damn it, dude! Is it what is the what's the probability we're like just totally off? Like a hundred, like we're just so off target. Like we're so wrong. I don't know, dude. I don't think the probability <laughs> is low. We're off, dude. God damn it! See, we're back in that. This is how I know we're like in that stage of the market where we're we're questioning our sanity again. Yeah, <laughs> at least I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. But every time we've done that, we've we've ended up being right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds very like egotistical or whatever. I mean, we're we're just trying to. Trying to see, like, well, I guess if we're going to be right or not. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> is it egotistical? What What if we are right? Well, then, fuck, we get to be right. Hell yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, it feels good to be right. <laughs> but as of right now, we're not right or wrong. We're just, we're stuck in this limbo stage mm -hmm. of, like, we feel like, you know, this thing that we're focused on is, like, the right thing to be focused on. Yeah. And there's, like, untapped value potential there. And like for whatever reason, we're one of the first and earliest to like see it and identify it. Right. And we're expecting down the line, you know, a, again, a, a large segment of people, humans on Earth, will like discover what we've already discovered and come and to the same conclusion. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, we. I feel like we're we do pretty good looking at as much as we can. I mean, we're not yeah. going to catch everything. No, definitely not. But. uh but we, we see a lot of things and there's there's not a whole lot to be like <sighs> bullish about besides Bitcoin. So I guess man, now would be like the perfect segue to get into like a, what it is we wanted to talk about next. But how much time do we have? Like, yeah, do you, you got to we got not much. Nine <laughs> minutes. That's eight. Eight minutes. That is a signal for the number eight. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I think, there That's, you go. Six minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was I misinterpreted. So yeah, <laughs> we wanted to talk about a little bit more in relation to things that we identify as value. So yeah, we're we're all in. Not all in, but we see a tremendous value opportunity in ordinals and Bitcoin and Bitmap and um, this thing that we like to I don't know want to introduce to the world. Yeah. <laughs> called digital matter theory. Right. right? DMT. So, DMT. Right? Yeah. And I think we've been kind of like leaking these ideas like a little bit here and there in our 20 minute recordings on our YouTube channel. Yes. But it, it's, I don't know. We've, man, me and you, as we keep developing and building new things, we always have like these weird, radical, I don't know, like revelations or realizations. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and I guess uh, like the most recent one is like, what, what is it that makes ordinals so interesting? What is it that made bitmap so interesting? Well, it's the non-arbitrary uh, factors that made bitmap what it is. Yeah, I think so. That's what we identify as like, this is the first time where we're, I think in the Web3 space, we've sourced on-chain data and information to create new value mechanisms. That's mm -hmm. how I like to look at it, right? Yeah. You know, like Casey Rodimer, he's like, yeah, let's 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 leverage the chronology of of Sat minting. Yes, and let let's use that to um, create embeddable like uh, vehicles that we can now store new information onto the Bitcoin blockchain. Yes, and call them ordinals or whatever. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. And then Batoshi, he comes out with um, the concept of bitmap, where blocks are districts and transactions are parcels. Another pattern recognition. Right. Pattern recognition. That's the big thing. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, you know, now that we've recognized the pattern of patterns, right? We got mm -hmm. Casey, we got Batoshi. Mm -hmm. You know, what other patterns can we recognize? And so we came up with this digital matter theory that allowed us to see the the blockchain data like from a different angle. Mm. And that angle is basically is like if you recognize a pattern within the data of, of Bitcoin's blocks, it could be some uh, like a digital element that represents that that data pattern yeah and so a data pattern could could be like basically um you know how many out outputs does this block have right and it could be like let's say a thousand outputs or mm -hmm. ten thousand depending on you know what's happening on a given block yeah and so that output how many you know this block has ten thousand outputs you know how many outputs do the other blocks have mm -hmm. and all of a sudden that becomes like um, a token that can be traded right based on attributes from the data of the blocks yeah and so now what we're looking at is we have roughly almost twenty-two thousand people holding bitmaps eventually those parcels are going to be inscribed and distributed amongst a population a community could be millions of holders mm -hmm. and all those millions of holders are are sitting on top of these these digital assets that can be used and traded yeah. right yeah and Everyone is owners of these elements, these uh, these patterns, mm -hmm. and uh, and then who knows what can what people could do with it. Yeah, we're seeing like a little bit of that. <clears throat> I guess like this, uh, we've already seen rare sats and like you know the, the what or the ordinals community identify value with that. Yeah, and then basically that's another example of uh, of of bringing on chain information or in some sort of source of on chain good. And then bring up using that as like a new a value mechanism to append it to something new, right? right? So like if you if you inscribe anything new with these rare sats, there's a new there's a value perception to that, right? So these bitmaps, people are identifying something similar to that called block tributes, not statributes, block tributes. Like you know which of these bitmaps and the information, the data within them, yeah, like how how is that going to affect? I guess like its value overall, right? And then, yeah, even within that, can I, can I extract even more new, like identified block tributes that just for whatever reason, I, you know, as long as it's sourced within the Bitcoin block information, I can leverage that mm -hmm. and generate something new, some, some new substance, digital substance, right? Yes. And launch again, a whole token ecosystem on top of that. Yes. Um, it's, it's, and the reason why that's valuable because it's, it's completely new, like non-arbitrary process to, I guess, like token generation. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. I mean, imagine, so right now we have BRC20s and every single BRC20 is completely arbitrary. They just set parameters mm -hmm. from a human brain. They typed yeah. it into a computer. And, and the majority of them are 21 million just, yeah. just because. Yeah, just because. It fits within the Bitcoin lore, yeah. I guess. And, and so now we have non-arbitrary tokens, NATs. Right. With yeah. with digital matter theory. Yeah. Where these tokens are now like discovered mm. from the data from Bitcoin's blockchain. Yeah. And this discovery is like um, it could be anything. So so right now we're looking at bitmap.community. So uh, this is really cool um, data chain information from mm -hmm. uh, um, a couple of guys who built this like relatively quickly data engineers. Yeah. And they were able to parse Bitcoin's data and put it together in like a human readable format, mm -hmm. right? And so we're just, I randomly clicked on a block, 747936. The rarity rank is number one, dude. Hold on. So whoever owns this one, for some reason, it's ranked number one. Is that good or bad? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's the most rare or what? Uh, according to the metrics here. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, it's a billionaire, um, total output. So I still don't know exactly what a lot of this stuff means, but apparently it's in the top 1%. But this is what I mean. This mm. is pattern recognition already happening. Correct. Right? And so uh, we got block height, the hash, the bits, uh, difficulty. Um, so there's a bunch of data here. So how much more data? So this is just at the block layer. Yeah. You know, how much more data? This has, um, how many transactions does this have? 3,728. Uh, there it is. Yeah, 3,700. So of the 3,728 transactions, how much more wow. data can be extracted and then <laughs> potentially inscribed? You mean like the individual transactions itself? Yeah. The data within that? That's right. Yeah, like, how, yeah. Can you create like this whole rarity mechanism, I guess, or ecosystem yeah, from at the, the parcel at level? At the parcel transaction level. You yeah. could. Yeah. But the, damn, the amount of data that to process all that is yeah. tremendous. Yeah, we're looking at potentially roughly 850 million parcels mm -hmm. or 850 million transactions. Yeah. So it's it's significant amount, but you know, Google has a lot of data too, right? True. Right? Yeah. This it's not like we're talking about an insurmountable amount of data. Yeah. And and remember there's only 144 blocks added every single day. So the inflation rate of data is not that much either. Yeah. So it can be indexed, right? And so, um, so yeah, now we, we have to talk about frameworks on getting people to discover patterns, mm -hmm. submit the patterns, yeah. actually recognize the pattern. Like if you discover a pattern, it's going to be a new line item here. It's going to tell you the supply of how, how much that yeah, pattern so There's got to be some, some sort of process. Like say I want, I, I don't know, I like 420. Yeah. I, I want to spin up a 420 non-arbitrary token project. Right. Just because I don't know, maybe it's that's going to be like the um, the governance token to my uh, my four twenty bitmap land. Yeah, but let's something. let's let's constrain this. It's four twenty, but where is it? Is it how many four twenty Bitcoin transactions exist on Bitcoin's blockchain? <laughs> is it uh, on the block hash? Yeah. How often do I see four two zero in sequence with each other? Correct. Right. That's a different. Yeah. You know, that's a different element. Yeah, so right? it's it's up to the individual element proposer, basically, yes. or a registrar. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It could be anything. It's an infinite yeah, scope. it of, could be Just anything. like it's an infinite scope of anybody who could spin up a BRC20 or an ERC20. There's yeah. no rules 
you know, there's that's why there's hundreds of thousands of ERC twenty tokens. There's already over like forty thousand ERC twenty tokens. And that's what that's what I like about this is that the only rule is it has to be data. Yeah, it has to exist. It has to exist. <laughs> yes. If you put in some some like string of a sequence of like you know one seven nine six two five J X something. Yeah. And that's never ever 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 occurred on Bitcoin's block history. Or better, yeah, maybe it only occurs one time in Bitcoin's block history. Well, then I mean that could be valuable, right? It could be. Right, but that's but that's the cool factor of all this though. Like you, you could spin up that NFT or any any of that stuff in today's traditional mechanisms, which are totally arbitrary. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's no root source of anything to that to that kind of like digital value creation, right? Yeah. It's just spun out of thin air. Yeah, the, the, this the, what happened with Ordinal, what happened with Bitmap, these are the first examples of like you know human beings leveraging on chain information and data yes. again, create new value. Yes, right. Yes. In, in Ordinal's case, now we have like a, a framework to, you know, again, create new digital assets. Bitmap it literally is the groundwork protocol for, uh, you know, a, a digital uh, architecture for a metaverse. Yes. Yeah. According to the standards, right? That are, again, rooted to this on-chain information that exists in the blocks. Yeah. And so what could come from this? I mean, it's hard to say. It is hard to say. It's more like we just want people to kind of understand like the, yeah, the, the the patterns that have led up to this point that yeah. Bitmap exists. We have Ordinals, Casey Ronimer, we have Bitoshi with Bitmap. Mm -hmm. You know, the next um, evolution is just more pattern recognition. That's yeah. that's all we're talking about. Yeah, and what what can you what what value do you create from that yeah. basically? And that's completely yeah unpredictable. It yeah. is, which is cool. As unpredictable as, okay, yeah, we've created this token standard called ERC-20s. Now we, we have this new mechanism. Mm -hmm. It's a standard. Anybody right. can kind of, you know, spin up their own yes. tokens yes. using this, like, very, you know, well-understood format. Who who knew DeFi was going to come from that? Yeah, 100%. Who knew, like, any, any of these, like, these DAOs would form around these yeah. tokens and they'd be used as governance tools and stuff like that. You can't predict that. Right. Right? So who knows what people are going to do with this, you know, whether it's, Supply some sort of game with like in-game resources that or, are non-arbitrary, or a natural token to represent the economy. It's like I'll take you know this pattern for access to my game, or mm. you know I'll take this element for for purchasing digital wearables. Yeah, correct. And then what does that do to the value of the actual you know the digital products that are crafted? Yeah. From these non-arbitrary tokens, which have like actual like scarce supplies based on you know on-chain information. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And it's immutable, right? You can't yeah. you can't change it because you can't change the record of Bitcoin. Yeah, and and the best part is that 144 blocks are added. That means 144 chances for yeah. new, it, like this this rate of inflation is still there. It is still there, but it's going to be very like depending, I guess, on the yeah, depending on how rare the pattern is. Correct. Yeah, you could literally just do patterns like I. I want to just A. Yeah, like a, that's it. I want to. I want to find how many A's. It, <laughs> it's like every single uh, transaction ID has an A in it. <laughs> exactly. So right. every new block is going to be a, a brand a huge, new element, a huge new supply injection. Yeah, that's right? right. So who knows? If someone could do that, probably somebody will. So the point is, like, and maybe we need a penny version for the for the metaverse, right? Maybe this is a good like penny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a good dust. Penny. Yeah, it's just dust. Yeah, it's just we need dust in the metaverse just so we can like you know. Yeah, just for any reason. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to think of that, but that's the point, <clears throat> and that's the fun of all this, right? Is like 
let's have fun with the Bitcoin block data. Yeah. Right? We've already done that with Bitmap. Yeah. Like, I, we want to encourage people like these guys, bitmap.community, any data engineers out there, yes. anybody who can like um, provide this, this is type like of indexing servicing. A data engineer's like... Wet dream. <laughs> I was trying to think of a different word, but I'll Sorry. take it. I'll, I'll, take I'll it. go straight to it, dude. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. If I'm a data engineer, yeah, I have a new canvas to yes. create from. Dude. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah, the metaverse canvas is like, you know obviously the topography of the digital layer and like, you know, artists, they're JPEG artists. They have their 2d, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Data engineers now can create like, yeah, they can create just based off of bits of info. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah. And dude, it's, it's, it's the best part is that these are non arbitrary tokens. Yeah. We might sound like crazy people. <laughs> Let us know in the comments, I guess, if we sound absolutely like we've completely well, lost it. Here's to the crazy ones, I man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> thanks for continually bringing that one up. It's like, just like thanks, Steve. Yeah, just like just so I don't feel like, you know, like I'm actually losing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, at least we're not like, you know, looking around on you know Ethereum and like all all the scams that are going on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did that once. We're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Back to stuff like this. This is what's interesting, man. And like, yeah, we're trying to plant seeds out there. So, you know, anybody can kind of run with this concept and like, yeah. let's, let's deliver some value. Yeah. Of it, you yeah. Know? And that's, what's so cool. Bitmap enables this, you know, ordinals enables this. And, and I think like all we're saying, there's an underlying like bigger picture. Yeah. Which is, I guess we slapped a name to it. We called it Digital matter theory. Yeah, DMT. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily have to be called that, but that's what we feel like is actually happening here. Yeah, I think right? the name's pretty cool. I think so too. So if you guys want to. Isn't DMT a drug? What, what, what is it? Yeah, dude. It's a psychedelic. There you go. I think it's dimethyltryptamine or something like that. <laughs> DMT. Let's, let's stick with that because it sounds cool. Okay. So DMT. <laughs> I mean, we got LSD Fi going on. on oh, LSD Fi. Yeah. That's it's perfect. We got uh, LSD Fi and we got DMT on Bitcoin. Dude, we're all tripping balls yeah. together, dude. <laughs> that's what Web3 is really about. All right. We'll end it on that note then. Uh, I appreciate you guys watching. Hopefully, um, you know, the the despair hasn't gone to everybody. Yeah. And, and hopefully, Bitmap has provided some element of entertainment. Yeah, if you're following us, you know, you're on our channel, part of our community. Yeah, it's been happy days. Yeah. <laughs> and I predict we'll have more happy days in the future because, uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think we're right, dude. I, I think so, too. Let us know in the comments. Are we right? Are yeah. we wrong? Are we crazy? Yeah. Yeah, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah. Um, make sure you follow us on all our Twitter channels. There's a lot of them. There's the Block Runner, at the Block Runner. There's at Metazone.io. There's Rovi AI. Now there's at Mscribe.io. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be interviewing one of the community members from uh, Boss mm. on Tuesday, which is a uh, we were talking about EVM and yeah. BVM. Like literally, they they're trying to construct the, the Bitcoin virtual machine, like a whole process to bring yeah. more functionality and usability to the BRC twenty and ordinal ecosystem right, right, at large. Right. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, you know. So we're going to get more details on that on Tuesday and it will be re released same time on Saturday. So yeah, looking forward to that. All right, guys, appreciate it. And we will catch you in the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>